This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. This is Justin Allgaier, driver of the number 7 Branch Chevrolet in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. I'm laying down my upfront and personal thoughts from the track every week just for you. This is Junior Motorsports Upfront, brought to you by K1 Speed. This sucks. I don't mean just today. I mean the entire start to 2017. We're here in Atlanta, and, you know, obviously Daytona didn't go the way that we wanted it to. And you look at the racing schedule and say, okay, Daytona is very subjective to what everybody else is dealing with, what the other cars are doing on the racetrack, what's going on, the draft, you know, all those things. And you say, okay, when you get to Atlanta, you're ready. This is the first race where it's not about luck. It's about going out there and, and laying it down, everything you've got, throwing down, and, and hopefully you got the speed to, to come away with a winner. For us, uh, you know, the week started off great. We went to the Commodity Classic out in San Antonio. Got to spend a few days or a few hours with our folks from Brandt hang out with the, their employees and customers and have a lot of fun and even got to get the boss man out there Dale Jr was with us and and he got to hang out and sign some autographs with us and it's just a lot of fun you know you, you go to a lot of the these shows and, and conventions and get to meet a lot of people and see a lot of people that you know and uh, just just have a good time so we flew straight from there to Atlanta unloaded off the truck and unfortunately, our seven Brant Fresno Agriculture Chevy just wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. You know, the the extended practices that we had, we just kept fighting different things. Uh, we, we were able to, to make some headway with the car. At the end of practice, at least we felt like we did. We felt like we were going in the right direction. We knew that qualifying was going to be a struggle. We, we knew that, that uh, it wasn't going to be what we wanted, but we thought if we could manage to get through qualifying decent and get to the start of the race, it would be okay. And we went out in qualifying and ended up 16th, which isn't terrible, but it's not where we wanted to be by any means. Uh, but thought that we'd have a way to, or a car that we could race our way up through the field and, and get to the front. <laughs> you think you, you have all the bad luck out of the way and all the things that you could deal with gone, and you start the race, and on lap two, you end up with a car turned around backwards right in front of you and smoke everywhere. And, not really sure what direction you're you're gonna go. Um, you know, for us, TJ Majors, my spotter, did a great job of trying to guide me through the crash. Unfortunately, I had a car inside of me, and uh, Austin or Ty Dillon, excuse me, was was spinning around. So I tried to go to the top to miss him, and unfortunately, just changing directions and and running the speeds that we were running and the grip level that we had. Uh, I just ran out of ran out of grip and and slid up the racetrack and and into the wall, damaged the right side of the car bad enough that, you know, bent bent some right front suspension and tore the body up pretty bad and and from then on we just rode around and you know as a racer the worst thing in the world is driving around the racetrack when you're damaged when you're off the pace when today's when the day's not your day, you look at all these races and you say man that that one was terrible and today was just that I mean we did everything we could do. You know, the the worst part too is is that you you feel like you let your guys down. You know, we have the guys that go on the road, the guys that work on the cars in the shop, the pit crew. You just feel like all you're letting all of those guys down. You feel like you're letting their families down. You feel like, you know, really honestly, as a race car driver, um, you have to carry the weight of 
the team, not from a performance standpoint, but from an emotion standpoint. You have to to be the cheerleader. You got to be the one that that gets your guys pumped up, and you got to run well to make them happy. And I think, from my standpoint, that's the hardest part. How do you look your guys in the eye and say, "Hey, we've had two terrible weeks. It's been frustrating. I know you guys are disappointed. I know it. I know it sucks." Uh, but we're going to get them next week, and and you don't always know that that's going to be the case. You 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 look at the the next week and you say, man, I don't know if we can run any better next week at Las Vegas. You know, who's to say that something doesn't happen on lap one and you crash again? You know, I think that's the hardest part about this sport is when you're up, you're up, and when you're down, man, you feel like somebody kick you in the teeth over and over again, and it just never gets any better. So for me, this week's going to be about. You know, hitting the reset button. How do we say, okay, we know the season has started off not the way we wanted it to start off. We know that the 2017 hasn't been all we, we've asked for it to be. But we're going to hit the reset button, and we're going to turn it around, and we're going to go next week, and we're going to have the speed we want. We're going to have the, the race go the way we need it to go, and, and we're going to go out there and, and run good. You know, I look at the speed of our junior motorsports cars. Uh, watching all three of our of our other teams this week run well, have speed, um, that's encouraging. But at the same time, when you're riding around, you know, 20 miles an hour off the pace or what it seems to be at least, you know, it's 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 very disappointing to know that, you know, the day could have gone probably a lot better than than what it did. The one bright spot to today was that it was my anniversary. I got to celebrate 11 years being married to my my beautiful, lovely wife Ashley and. You know, you you look at these weekends and you say, okay, if we have a bad weekend, what are the positives? And and that was a positive. That was a great great part of the weekend. I had to have, um, you know, some time to reflect on that. I, I'm fortunate enough that my daughter and my wife are both at the racetrack with me. I had to have some time to reflect on that. But at the same time, it's miserable. It's uh, it, it's it's definitely very frustrating. So, you know, like I said, we've got to we've got to start over. We gotta we gotta get all the the emotion. That's uh, disappointing and, and, and frustrating out of the way. We've got to go back to the drawing board and, and, and try and figure out how to make our car go a little bit faster in qualifying and and uh, know that we've got a good car for the race and go out next week and, and do it all over again. And and I think we can do that. As, as a race team, as a driver, we have all the ability in the world to, to do that and to accomplish that. But, uh, you know, it's not, without, it's not without feeling the pressure or the burden of, of knowing that you know, we want to run good and we, we need to run good. So we'll go next week. We'll have some fun. Uh, you know, we got a, a, a crazy week coming up with, with going out to Las Vegas. Short turnaround time for the guys in the shop. They have to have the cars loaded up and on the road by Tuesday. So, you know, I'm going to have to get in the shop and and uh, get all my stuff ready to go and make sure that I'm I'm prepared for Vegas. Go do some homework. You know, we, we do a lot of film studying. Uh, we're able to, to watch a lot of the old footage from some of the other races. We're able to... I really feel like we've read our notes, read the way that the race has gone before. Look at averages. You know, we look at how many cautions there are for the last three or four years. We look at uh, what what the the racing's like, what the speeds are. All of those different things we're able to look at and and learn about um, for it's coming up in Las Vegas. So uh, we're gonna go go at it. Uh, appreciate you guys following along and hanging out with us. And uh, we're gonna hit the reset button, like I said, and and hopefully have a a better start to 2017 you've been listening to junior motorsports up front brought to you by k1 speed to find a k1 speed karting facility near you go to k1speed.com thanks
for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, Mike. So as we're sitting here in the newly renovated Exalta studio, let's talk Exalta. First of all, this studio is awesome, is it not? Oh, my gosh. It's huge. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, we are very appreciative of that. But uh, Exalta's everywhere. I mean, we just left Daytona. Thousands of people went into their seats through the Exalta injector. I myself, I'm going to brag a little bit here, <laughs> but I actually watched the duels from the Exalta suite. It was fabulous. Uh, you know, Exalta is a co-primary on Dale Jr.'s car. That car, you will never miss it. It is so bright, colorful. It's amazing. Uh, and it's going to run at Phoenix. But, yeah, Exalta is everywhere. They are really big supporters of our digital platform and our race teams. We didn't even mention the fact that Exalta is going to be sponsoring William Byron. That announcement came out this week. And they have a brand-new building that they just built right next to Hendrick Motorsports. I've had the privilege to see the outside. Now, I'm really excited to go and take a tour of the inside. It's absolutely incredible just what they've been doing. Totally. So we appreciate Exalta. How can we follow them on social? You can follow them at Exalta Racing on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.